Hi there. Welcome to our show. This is our first episode. I'm Pam. And I'm Barb. And we're here to talk about our lives. I'm so excited. So how are the boys? Oh, they're good. They're good. Uh, they're just uh, back from spring break from school. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, they're really going to get their grades up this time. I hope so. Are you excited for the barbecue? Well, yeah. I mean, we made bars. We made hot dish. Mmm, I love. Were you making the uh, Snickers bars or was that Carol? Uh, th- that was Karen. Oh, Karen. Karen. I can't yeah. keep the K's. The you know. Karen and Carol. You Karen, know them. You know, that's their sisters. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. And what's in the Snickers bars again? Uh, there's there's peanuts. There's peanut peanuts. butter and chocolate, of course. Did you say there's peanuts? Oh, Pam. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm getting a little... Oh, getting a little blue there, Pam. Oh, my gosh. I better keep it clean for the kids. But... Oh. <laughs> yeah, if if Mark heard you say that... I know. He'd be oh, like, he'd why be are you... red in the face. <laughs> All right. Now, for reals, though, this is the first episode of my show. I am H. Morgan. I have my best... My breast friend, Kelly, with me. It's a little, little blue Pam. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are from Minnesota, but um, I do not have an accent like that. Um, Kelly does from time to time, though. Yeah, if, if I say the word Barb. Barb. <gasps> Barb and Karen and Carol. Um, so, let's see here. Um, this is the H word. That is what I chose to call it after a long time trying to figure out what else I'm going to call it between... Four different things going back and forth in my head. It wasn't that hard. And then, um, so here we are, and I have to keep on track with what we're saying. So I want to give you an idea of what my podcast will be about. Um, I decided to do a podcast because I always wanted a radio show. Because I think, uh, I always wanted to just talk about whatever I felt like talking about. And um, I wanted a place to talk about photography and modeling, makeup, music, movies, and a bitch about things um, that we don't like or people we don't like. and So everything. So everything. Because we're kind of crabby old ladies. Mm-hmm. We've reached that point in our lives where we're crabby and old. Yeah. And yeah. we want to just... Dusty. Away. We're dusty. <laughs> we want to move away and just be old on a beach and make fun of people. Um, but not outside on the beach. No. Only on the beach do we want to be in bitches. In view of the beach. Mm-hmm. Drinking our uh, LaCroix. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. oh, the, look what she's wearing. With the, with the big sun hat. Yeah. And we want to talk with our Minnesotan accents when we do it. In in a screened porch. In a screen, <laughs> on rocking chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to whistle at cute boys as they walk by. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I'm hoping to get from this, from my podcast, is to kind of give helpful advice enlighten people open their minds maybe they can look at things from a different perspective maybe they can kind of hear something that we're like oh I acted that way maybe I could take a step outside myself and maybe look at things a little differently or they can just hate us or they can hate us they're probably going to hate us because everybody is really offended by everything nowadays so it doesn't really matter what you say because people they're gonna take offense no matter what mm-hmm. it is and I guess that just goes to the territory of being on the internet and we're really unlikable. We're we're super <laughs> really unlikable. We're we're fun Nazis. Yep. As we were called once. Yep. You guys are fun Nazis. We are. Shut the fuck up. 
So, um, let's see here. So, I'm going to kind of interview Kelly a little bit so you get to know who she is. She's going to be on a lot of my podcasts, going to be my, my sidekick. And then I will kind of go into the same questions about myself for people who don't know who we are. For my five listeners, probably two of them will know who I am. The other three will have stumbled well, two across. Two of them will be Nikki. Two of them will be Nikki with two different <laughs> usernames. And then, and then the rest, one will be my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she knows who you are. <clears throat> yeah. And then two people will find me from accidentally searching for something else. And then they stumble upon mm. me. And they'll be like, I mean, oh. there will be creepy people from FetLife. Oh, right. <laughs> Don't forget them. There'll they be, count. Yeah. There'll be some people from FetLife, I'm sure, will find. I have a lot of fans, surprisingly. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Not for long. Not for long. They're going to be like, she's a bitch. I don't like her because she pointed out things that I do, and I'm mad about it. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. That's fine. People can be mad at us. We don't care. We will sit in our glass house and throw fucking shoes. I mean, I'm going to go home and cry about it, though. Uh, in deep in- inside? We yep. wear this coat of armor, and then we go home. Well, and I'm like, going to get in the shower and cry. Are you going <laughs> to? So. Will you slowly do the dramatic up against the shower stall and just slowly... Go down where your hair is kind of falling as you go down. Well, I don't think my tub surround really is going to do that. But in my head, I'll be doing that. But I'm just going to sit on the floor. Okay. You just already. Turn the water on. So so my roommate can't hear me. (laughs) Oh, your roommate. Mm. When is she moving out? I think May 1st. Yeah, she sounds like a monster. Yeah. I'm sorry that that happened. That's dark. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to her. I'm sure we will. And I sniffle a lot, people. I'm sorry. I have allergies. I'm trying not to. <clears throat> I have horrible allergies. So Kelly is a tattoo artist at, may I say where you work? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. She is a tattoo artist at Wingnut in St. Cloud. And um, she's awesome. And I love her. And she's the only one allowed to tattoo my fleshy, white, soft skin. <laughs> Nobody else can touch it. Only Kelly. And she's Craig. the only one. And Well, Craig. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not so much. And you'll probably hear my dog roaming around and me yelling at her, get out of there. Stop doing that. So let's start. Um, So Kelly, at what age did you start drawing or realize you had a talent in the arts? Well, um, as far back as I remember, my dad would draw for me. I would make him draw me unicorns. Oh, cute. Anyone who knows or has heard about Curtis, um, I'm sure would enjoy picturing him drawing unicorns for his little girl that's uh, adorable so we draw pictures together and so that was pretty fun and he was actually like pretty goodish for the time i remember them being good i was like four so i might have been easy to impress but uh he he had a pretty sick repertoire of unicorns for me and when i was 10 he got me the bob ross master oil paint set for Christmas, Ooh. so uh, you could really blame it all on Curtis and Bob Ross. I like that. Hold on one sec, my dog has to go poop. Okay, back from pooping. All right, so your dad bought you the Bob Ross, what was it again? Uh, Master Oil Paint Set. I'm pretty sure he got it from Michaels back in the day. Awesome. And some canvases, and that's... Uh, where a lot of it came from, I think. Just uh, me and old Bob. There was a video as well. Oh, instructional video. Oh, cute. Just for the set. 
It came with his own brushes and his turpenoid paint thinner. Oh. Um, yeah, it was it was a whole thing because he has a line of branded oils and brushes. Does he still? Does mm-hmm. he still have it? Oh yeah, yeah. You can get that shit at Michael's still. Oh, awesome. Did he die? Yeah. He died a long time ago. Okay, I can't it was, remember. It was quite a while. I I thought so. I was like, when the fuck did that dude die? I knew he died. That was a dumb question, people. I knew he died. I just couldn't remember when. I knew the man was dead. You heard her ask. I know. She but didn't I knew. know. She's lying. <laughs> I did. I did, but I sometimes you ask. I ask stupid questions. Um. So when did you decide to be a tattoo artist? Um. I think I remember it being when I was ten. I don't know why I didn't know anyone who had any tattoos, and I'm not sure how I even knew what that was, but when I got done deciding I wanted to grow up to be a cat, and uh, when I realized I was still going to have to be a person and have a job, that's what I picked out, and I just kept rolling with that the whole time. I like, and these are, I didn't know these things, by the way, people. I known her for like six years, and I still didn't ask her what started and when she decided to be. I think a tattoo it's more artist. than six. Is it? It's probably like eight. Oh, okay. We're old. We are. I didn't. I never asked you. So, what was your apprenticeship like? Um, it was it was horrible. I mean, they're supposed to be horrible. Like it's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it's a, a shared struggle that like bonds us all together. Um. They, there's a lot of hazing involved, and uh, to some degree, it's like top secret, but there's, uh, you know, name-calling and bullying. Or, uh, that sounds awful. It's like having siblings. Okay. You know, it sucks at the time, but you come out of it a more rounded person. You hope. Because uh, you're paired. Because if you don't do that, I've seen a lot of newer tattooers who don't go through a real traditional um, apprenticeship process. And they are not prepared for the things the clientele are going to do to them. Mm -hmm. And they think it's going to be glamorous and they're going to, you know, do cool shit and be cool and everything's going to be great and artistically fulfilling. And the apprenticeship, if done right, beats that out of you. So you're left with only the people who are most, like, determined to do it and are there for the right reason and not the people who saw somebody do it on TV and thought, well, yeah, I saw Nikki Six was dating Kat Von D and I'd blow that guy, so that's what I'm going to do. Um and I, I think the apprenticeship really solves some of that. If, if Did, you... So it's kind of like boot camp in the yeah. army. <laughs> yeah. But uh, without anyone above the person who's yelling at you <laughs> to okay. tell them to stop. Not that you you should get yelled at more than a couple times. But if you're fucking something up, the stakes are pretty high. Like, oh. you can disfigure somebody. So, yeah. you know. You, you could. You don't get to make mistakes. No, and you don't want to do scratchy stuff. You don't want to... And, and there's people who go into tattooing not apprenticing long enough. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... The mic's going to pick that up. You're snapping oh, your... I, <laughs> she's, snap, she's playing with her chapstick. And I'm like, the mic's going to catch you, snap. That's People are going to okay. hear snapping in the background. 
So anyway, I'm saying. I just click. <clears throat> I just click things. It's, I'm just clicking. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't spend enough time figuring out what they're doing before they're not supervised. I mean, traditionally, apprenticeship kind of tapers off. There's not just one day where you can go from not doing anything unsupervised to be, like, doing bodysuits. Right. Um, but people apparently do that now. Sorry, I'm uh, getting my dog away from my stuff. She's kind of, she's a baby still, and she's all over the place. Sorry, people. I'm really professional here. I mean, Craig's going to put that on that <clears throat> breather track anyway. <laughs> yes, whenever I have to stop. He's like, hey. There would be a little bit of, like, elevator music as it's, like, technical difficulties. Honey, go play. This, go play with your stuff, baby. Go play with your toys. They're off. To put you to bed. Okay. That's what's going to be the techno song. Go play with your toys. 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 Yeah. Oh, I hope that this. Don't put this in here, Craig. This is the thing you cut and put from personal use for you only. This is the good stuff. Um, let's see. What's my next question? Do you think it's harder for women to be taken seriously in this business? I think it's harder for women to be taken seriously in any business. That's true. Um, other than like stripper, uh, nurse maybe, you know, teacher. Mm-hmm. They could probably be taken just as seriously in that. But, you know, there's a fair amount of times I'll be at the counter talking to somebody, doing their consult, and they'll say something like, okay, can you tell him when he does it? And I'll be like, oh, actually, you're scheduling with me. I'll be your tattooer. And then they'll be like, oh, can I see your portfolio? When it was just some imaginary guy okay. who they didn't know existed, they didn't want to look at their portfolio. And, you know, of course, I'm proud of everything in my portfolio, so by all means, like, I want you to look at it, but uh, you should look at anyone's portfolio, not just yeah. the people <clears throat> who have vaginas. Well, no, we have vaginas, so you, I, I don't trust you, Kelly. I'm going to need to see Well, it really portfolio. gets in the way. When I tattoo, I mean, I, you just can't keep that thing strapped down. No, it's in so, the way right now. We're keeping yeah. it at bay as we're recording this. We're keeping it. We have to keep yeah, it under wraps. Those noises, they're not actually the dog. No, no, it's not the dog uh, chewing its toy. It's her yeah. cracking. Yeah, chewing <laughs> through its muscle. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's muscle. A, you know, that's why you got to, you know, check. Make sure these women know what they're doing because those labia can just fly out any minute they can and uh you got to make sure they can keep that locked in what do you look for an apprentice so if someone came to you and wanted to be one what would well, you i'm never taking one but if i was <laughs> um i would definitely need to have tattooed them before because why would you want to learn from me if you didn't even have any of my work i would need to know who they were you know have seen them around and stuff just mm-hmm. Some stranger off the street can't really come and ask you to, you know, give them a profession without that being really super weird. Um, and I think a lot of people don't understand that. They think that there's something that you would get out of that situation, and there's really not. <laughs> um, and I need to see a really great art portfolio, not tattoo portfolio, but, you know, something that shows some art skill and shows that they have a lot of dedication to art in general. Um, but 
for me anyway, I'm always still consider myself to be someone who's learning. So I don't have the time to invest in somebody else's journey because I'm still, you know, trying really fucking hard every day at mine to improve. And until that changes, I definitely wouldn't want somebody else to. But my advice for people looking would be to find somebody whose work you like and get at least one major piece by that person. And that's a good way to see how your personalities mesh. And then, you know, like beg them forever until... Until, you break, until they break you and you're like, fine. Yeah, and until they, they want to torture you enough to be like, okay, well, you're going to have to scrub the toilets with a toothbrush four times a day for the next three months. And I... And then ask me after that. <laughs> wow. And people do that kind of stuff? I mean, not really. That That's hyperbole. But if you think about it, you're going to have to spend like a third at least of what would be your working, making money time teaching somebody something for at most less money than you would be making. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, if someone's wanted you to take two days a week off work just for funsies for them um, so that eventually they might be able to do something that's not embarrassing to Mm -hmm. you because you also like they're a reflection on you after that the work that they do so it's not a very attractive proposition to teach somebody because anything they screw up you will be blamed and you know you lose out on tons of money with no benefit to yourself even people who you know charge like 10 grand for that like you would definitely be making more money than that not doing it Mm -hmm. and most people don't seem to think they have to pay for an apprenticeship which is usually not the case yeah yeah that's true they think I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to do this and I don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, I think they think um, that you are going to get something monetarily out of it from some other source Mm -hmm. um, or that it helps you. But unless you own a shop that you're looking to hire people that you've apprenticed at, you know, even them working at the same shop as you for 10 years after that, you get nothing out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I work for Wingnut as an independent contractor. I have nothing to do with the other artists there and what they make. Um, you know, they're my buddies and they're cool and we all support each other and it's awesome. But if I had an apprentice and Wingnut gave them a job, it's not like Wingnut would be giving me money. Right. So I think people don't realize what they're asking for Mm -hmm. when they ask for it and um you know people are real attitude-y about it people are entitled like people will call just a phone call at the shop and be like yeah um i want an apprentice and it's like well you couldn't even show up and i don't know anything about you sure come on in you're my apprentice now yeah and uh you know it's it's a life-changing situation for both parties and also for the other people in the mm-hmm. shop. So it's something that people really um, should approach with care. I agree. And also I don't like new people 
not <laughs> because there's anything wrong with them, but I take a long time to adjust to a new human being in my sphere. Mm-hmm. So I do too. Um, especially at work because I kind of have my own little cubby carved out in there with all my action figures and you know I know everybody really well and you know when there's a new person I feel just like my world has kind of wobbled a little bit so it's stressful for me no I understand I understand I'm like that Craig is like that it's like when you have a cat and then you get another cat yeah and then it's got to hide under the bed for a week. Yep. Except I'm like that for like six months. <laughs> um, so I feel like you're at a point in your career now that you get to be picky about what you tattoo. Like I think you've made it to the point where you don't have to tattoo martini glasses on drunken girls going to a bachelorette party. Um, I don't end up tattooing a lot of them. But it's not because I say no. It's because I'm lucky enough to be booked out fairly far with a clientele who wants to get bigger pieces which are almost always super cool pieces and usually people who want stuff that isn't very much fun to do don't want to wait to do it Mm -hmm. and at my shop I'm usually not even close to the soonest person to get in with Mm -hmm. so they never choose to have me do it which is fine like I I'm more than happy to pass those things off to, you know, whoever they want. I'm fine with doing them, especially little stuff, because it's like, you know, I just made $100 for something that was not very hard and didn't take up much of my time. Like, I am i don't get grumpy like some artists where it's like, I had to do a cursive name. And it's like, well, you know, that is a very lucrative thing to be doing with my day since they still had to give me $100. And even with setup and teardown, that was 20 minutes of my day. I suppose. I guess you can look at uh, that way. I don't have too many gripes about things that I end up doing at work because I really like my job. And I'm really established at the shop that I'm at. So people know the kind of work that I do. And Candace at the counter, who's mostly the only person who schedules other than me, knows what everybody at the shop's style is and is really good at like directing people to the person who's appropriate for what they want so i'm i'm very spoiled that way it's good though yeah it's super good but it's not because i'm like fuck doing this i mean i'm definitely glad that i'm doing the stuff that i'm doing instead but if somebody no shows me and if little martini glasses want to come in come for your martini glasses I'm not a grouch about it but you know you might have to pay me a little bit more (laughs) than shop minimum yeah I yeah I would be like I'll do this for 150 oh yeah and anything I like really don't want to do I just quote it at the price that would make me want to do it 150 Right? Or no, are you two... What are you now? What's your... Um, It's 140 an hour, but okay. I have, like, a full day rate, and I also have, you know, like, shop minimums and stuff. But smaller stuff is not... If it's not going to be more than one hour, then mm-hmm. it's not based on the hourly rate. It's just... Oh, okay. Whatever price I feel like sticking on it 
and sometimes that has to do with like skin quality and likelihood of needing a touch-up things like that and sometimes it's just like well it's a hatchet man so you're gonna have to give me three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah you don't always get the creamy plush that's true skin like mine when they come in and even I'm, though mine's a bitch to heal fuck i mean it hasn't, hasn't been that bad lately it seems like you've gotten was, over the hump with that I think when you, because you do it in two phases now. Yeah, where it gives shorter it, sessions. My skin, to be yeah, but my you. skin, oh my god, it's so it's awesome. It's pretty and like, and I've never creamy, ended up having to do an ICP hatchet man. <laughs> I'm gonna well, knock on wood, but my whole career, <laughs> I've never ended up having to do one. And I have something to tell you that hand tattoo done. I wanted. Can I get a hatchet man? Only <laughs> and can my finger say Juggalo? No. Is that even a, the right amount of letters? I don't know. I think you'd have an extra one. You'd have to put another, you'd have to put the hatchet. Oh, there. right. Yeah, I'll put the, yeah. yep, perfect. That's mm-hmm. my, hope you're ready for this. <laughs> um, but the hatchet man on your hand, you're going to have to turn it the other way because it's for you. Oh, It's okay. not for other people. That's my favorite. I'm, I'm going to start wearing shirts with, it's printed upside down because, um, my Wolverine shirt is for me to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, not for me. Like, uh, I have to turn. What's yeah. that say? Is that Wolverine? Uh, but, like, tell. with wrist tattoos, people do that. And sometimes it'll be a cross. And I'll have to explain to people who aren't aware that that means something different to some people. I was like, I've tattooed this, this way, in this spot on people for an entirely different sentiment <laughs> than you're trying to do are you trying to summon the demons i mean there's also like the upside down cross because of the dude who didn't want to be you know killed the same way as jesus so they use it too but it's more commonly like a black metal thing <laughs> and uh you know an anti an anti-christian sentiment Gotcha. I mean, I think calling them Satanists is silly because the Church of Satan is like has nothing to do with Satan, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a whole other show. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other show. It's a whole other thing. But, that's a whole other thing we can talk about. But I do have to warn people about that, and they're often quite shocked. I have a terrible wrist tattoo that you get to try and cover up. Soon. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I have an idea for it. I'll show you later. But I think you're gonna be okay with. I think you're gonna be like, I can't, that that'll work, cause it's awful, and we <laughs> cover it up, and it sucks, and it's not the right way, right? Cause well, it's, it's for you. That's right. It's for me. <laughs> it's for you. It's not even done the right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that when we go off on tangents. That's a whole nother show. What we're gonna do is we're just gonna carefully remove the skin, flip it around, sew it back on there. I don't think. I don't, I'm good. I'm not okay. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to think I'm going to just cover it with a bracelet then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to I'm going to do that. So how long? Let's see. How about sew it on me? Yes, take my skin and sew it on you. That's so gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on a gag right now. <laughs> and we can take a little piece of skin from my leg <laughs> and put it and put it on you and, <laughs> on yours. And Kelly's native and I'm is I'm a corpse. So that's going to really match my skin Well, I don't wear shorts. And I've not worn shorts in like 20 years. So my leg 
might be as pale as your wrist. I don't think so. We'll have to. I will have to look. But I think yours is more olivey and darker than me still. I'm... I mean, it wouldn't be a, a you know exact match. But... <laughs> that sounds so. Gross. And I have you know my leg hairs in it, so it'd have black hairs growing out of it. But... Yeah. Oh my gosh, I haven't shaved in so long, so it's been winter, and my leg hairs, really? dude. Let me just. They are long. Oh my god. I know. I know, Barb. They're long. <laughs> they're about a half inch. They're not yeah, they're fat. gross. Like, I feel like I would get that in like two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's On been... my legs. But on my head, absolutely not. <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't. They, it's been, I need to do that. that All winter? Gross. I ha- no, I do. Wait. I just haven't in like two months shaved my legs. I shaved okay. my I shaved my snatch, but I don't. But I'll leave my legs. <laughs> so you have like fur chaps. Yeah, I have. Fur, yep, because it's like, well, my vagina needs to be shaved, but I can. My, I wear tights, so my legs can just not. No, no one's gonna see my legs right now. So we're doesn't good. it feel uncomfortable though when you mm-hmm. wear something that tight? Because I know with my knee high socks, if I don't shave often enough, my hair hurts under no. there. It's fine. It's fine, Barb. You got to get it past the inch mark. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, I think they did that in the 60s they at did. Woodstock. I, I, burned think women my, were... I burnt my bra the oh, other day, too. you your bra. Okay. I was like, forget it. I'm not wearing bras anymore. I'm going to burn these. Yeah, girl power. Girl power. Wasn't there a band that said that? That was a band uh, about that. Yeah, that was the the Spice Girls. Oh, a nice group of girls. They're great, great gals. Great gal. I love those girls. Now we met. I might as well go back a little bit. We met because you liked my art, mm-hmm. and you wanted me to take yeah. pictures. And let me just tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first to admit my photos back in the day were not very good. Thank you for seeing something in me, because <laughs> I don't think our photos back then were very good. Well, and <laughs> it was because I knew. Um, Angela. <laughs> right. And you had shot her. And neither of us currently know Angela. No, no, no. We do not. We but, do not. Uh, you know. So that was always, like, that was where I got that exposure. So a lot of good things came from that very strange person. It did. <laughs> I'm glad that we met. I'm mm-hmm. glad you saw something in my art because when I look back on our photos, I'm like, these are bad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're not very good, but you you saw something. My photos now are. I don't think pretty any good, of the but... ones we did were bad. I oh Kelly, you're very sweet. <laughs> I'm so not. <laughs> I know, but you're nice to me. But I look back and I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not what we do now. Mm-mm. I mean, they're not but... all labium buttholes like they are now. But that's true. <laughs> but. You know, I think everybody looks at the stuff that they did even, like, a year ago if they're still, like, trying hard to do new stuff. And it's like looking at their eighth grade haircut. Like That's true. You know, you're if you care about what you do, you're going to be embarrassed by the shit that you used to do. For sure. And I feel like, I feel as an artist, everybody has to grow. So yeah. if I look back at my photos and they still look the same now, then I haven't done any growing. Right. And there's a lot of photographers out there who their shit hasn't progressed past amateur hour. And mm-hmm. they was like, I've been shooting for 20 years. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it looks like you were shooting for 10 minutes. Right. Your shit hasn't grown. So I've grown a lot and my yeah. art has changed a lot. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like if anything that you do, if five years goes by and you aren't embarrassed by your five years ago stuff, then you, you've stagnated and you're just not trying hard enough. I agree. I agree. I think my, my stuff changes every year. It kind of gets a little different. I mm-hmm. think I do a lot of... I try to up I try to up myself all the time. I'm not in competition with anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to how can I better myself? Well and you've gotten better wigs. I've gotten way better wigs. <laughs> Thank you. They're much better now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take all my earrings. So I bet they're like making a bunch of noise like I'm Cindy Lauper and I'm trying to sing We Are the World. So let me do, <laughs> just remove these. Because I bet they're just doing Do you still dangling. have that weird Avril Lavigne wig with all those pieced together I colors do. of hair? That one fell apart. I love that. Brenda made it for me um, when she was in school, and I loved that wig. That was kind of a fun wig. It was great. I loved it, but it fell apart because it, they all they did was glue wefts onto a wig cap. Mm. <clears throat> so after a while, it just kind of fell apart, which is a bummer because I loved that wig. It was super cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt so complicated in it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of another fun little comeback for that, but I was like, I don't know her music enough. I think the only thing, I mean, I don't know anything about it either. The only thing you could come back with is uh, Skater Boy. You'd have to reference Skater Boy. I know, and I could. I wasn't fast enough. Usually I'm, I'm, wit- I'm pretty witty and fast, but I, I couldn't come back with anything quick enough. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was bad. So... You should have just done it later and then had Craig edit it and then as though you together. were really quick. Techno interlude and then back with my Avril Lavigne. Quick comeback. Yep. Do reference this back. So now, okay, so we got to know Kelly a little bit. So now we'll turn it back to me. And I'll kind of go off the questions I asked her. So what age was I when I realized I had a talent for the arts? Well, I could tell you where it started. I was really into Playboy magazine. My dad had Playboy, Hustlers, and Penthouse, okay? So I loved looking at his... How does Kathy feel about that? I don't know, Mom. How do you feel about that? She'll she'll be like, what? No, they know this. So it started there, and then I really liked the pictures, and I I liked the eroticness of it all, and I was like, oh, I like that stuff. Um, But I mainly liked pictures. Like, I liked the girls' hair and their makeup, and then... Was it... Um, Big Bush era um, Playboy, somewhere. or was it like Landing Strip era Playboy? Somewhere they, it was. My dad had a mixture of really old, and then then you know when I started looking at it, I think I was like ten. So mm-hmm. we were still I feel going like into most 90s. of that. There would have been a lot of hair. There was for a most lot of, of hair. That. There was, and then <clears throat> I was really into, and then I got into Vogue magazine. I was really mm. into Vogue when I hit around. 12, 13, I loved the models. I was a huge supermodel fan. Like, not there's not models like they were in the 90s. Like, our models nowadays, I don't know who the model is, but in the 90s, the supermodels were everything. Claudia Schiffer, we had Cindy Crawford, we have Linda Evangelista. We still have Giselle. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's 2000s. <clears throat> she wasn't 90s supermodel, though. No, but I feel like she's still... A big deal. She married that one guy. That, the, you know, ooh, the I football forget. guy. I don't know who. I know. Who was that? I don't know. See, I don't keep up on. on I have no idea. That's all I know about football. Yeah. Is I, one. Someone who plays it. 
and married Giselle Bunch. <laughs> I don't keep up on celebrity stuff. I just don't care. So I'm like, I don't well, know. Well, I'm sure who. it was a long time ago. I don't think this is recent celebrity news, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's long past. <laughs> I don't pay attention. So I was really into that. I love the Sports Illustrated um, magazines also. And there used to be a show on HBO where they'd take you like behind the scenes, Sports Illustrated. So each like issue they'd make, or was it end of the, I can't remember what issues they were exactly, but I loved those. I was like, oh, I want a photograph girl some swimsuits. And so that's where it started. And then I used to do these terrible, I haven't showed you these terrible photos I used to do with my friend Anne. Mm-hmm. They were awful. We would like dress up in stupid like dresses and I know I have to find them for you and we would put on hats and then we'd make little backgrounds with like my mom's um interior what is that what was that um stuff back in the day that people would sell that was like interior designs was it called or something like that where they have like a you'd sell it like Avon but it was for fucking knickknacks and pictures do you remember that stuff? I have no idea what you were talking about. Oh my about. gosh, well, we would decorate. <laughs> but I like the description. <laughs> we would decorate with that shit. They were awful. They were stupid. And so that's where it started. And then I think when I was 23, I picked up a camera and started. To pay off the debts from your mom's knickknack pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was like interior designs or something. It was like a thing. It was like Avon, but for knickknacks and shit. Well, I think Avon and Mary Kay are also a pyramid scheme. Okay, so yeah, it's probably something like that. It's probably like the, <laughs> like, it was like I think the those Tupperware like sex of toys, parties, pure romance. Yeah, I think all that is like we a pyramid scheme. With my mom's pure romance party toys. Well, I mean, that's what you would be doing now. <laughs> right, that's, that's where my art is now. But I picked up a camera when I was 23. And like I said, my photography was awful back in the day. It was gross, and I look back on it, and I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I showed you. I've showed you some, and you laughed at me. I did laugh a little bit. They were very um, senior photos. Yeah. Life well, touch. A lot of my stuff was bad We'll like be that. calling you they, with some job they were, offers. They were. They were. A lot of it was bad. I didn't like it. And um, I look back. I've deleted a lot of stuff. I don't have a lot of those things anymore. Oh, that's a shame. They were just, no one will ever see it. No, no one you, can see. You got to put like a coffee table book together <laughs> of of just that. Of really, I'm burping people, sorry. Of really shitty, mm-hmm. no, I can't let anybody see that. I can't let it out. I'm sad that it's still out there floating around from old models that I had back in the day. Mm-hmm. They still have it. And I'm like, don't show anybody. Yeah, but that's still probably, like, the best picture anybody's ever taken of them. I hope not. And, you know, they've probably had three kids by now and put on a lot of weight. That's their glory days. Let (laughs) them have it. I don't want them to have it. It's ugly. And then, um, and I had to do, when you start out uh, with any art, you got to kind of find your, who you are. Like, Mm -hmm. where you're going to go. What's your direction? And I wasn't sure at first what I wanted. I kind of dabbled in anything. I did senior photos. I did, they were just, they were equally as awful, and I did, um, oh god, I did a lot of stupid things I hated, and I was like, I don't want to do any of this, I don't want to do any of this, and now I've gotten to a point in my life where I do what I do, and that's it, like, if you don't want to, if you want to work with me, you're doing what I do, that's it, we're, we're not, I don't negotiate with anybody on what I'm gonna do, it's mm-hmm. like, we're doing this. Don't email Heather with your ideas. Please do not email me with don't your ideas. I, I don't do it. <laughs> I have my own ideas. I don't need anybody else's ideas. 
I'm open to, so I work with a group of, and some people don't know this, but I work with a group of models. They're the people I work with. They're the people I trust. They're the people who trust me. And that's how I create, they're like, they're all my muse. Everyone's my muse. And that's who, that, that's who I use. That's who I create with. And I don't let other people in because I don't like working with new people because mm-hmm. as you'll hear in these podcasts, I don't like people. I just don't like, I, I've never really been a people person. So when I find people I like, I stick with them. And sometimes they'll suggest an idea because they know me well enough. And they'll be like, if you don't like it, cool. If you do, cool. Here's an idea. I think you might like it. And speaking of that, Heather, I have an idea. I want you to take a black and white photo of me and colorize just only my eyes. tattoos. Oh, only your tattoos. Okay. Yep. Only my tattoos. <laughs> my eyes as well, but make them bluer than they are, please. Yes. I will do the, uh, the oh, what's that called? I can't even remember what it's called. Color select. I will do the color select photos yep. for yep, you. Please. And um, also... Put my hair in some victory rolls, <laughs> and I'd like to pose on a car. I hate pinup. I hate it. And girls who are listening, if you do pinup and you love it, that's awesome. I fucking hate it. I only pin up. Don't like it. It's not for me. I think I was always prevented from liking pinup because my skin's too green to wear real red <laughs> lipstick. We did a photo when you're in a lace bodysuit wearing red lipstick, and you look mighty fine. Yeah, but if I ran around in life looking like that, like you're able to like tweak my skin so I I don't look like the wicked witch. But if I wear like buy a red lipstick thinking, I love red. Red's my favorite color. I'm gonna smear it all over my mouth. And then I I look ill. You look like the Joker, I think you said once. Yep. Yep. I think good. yeah, I can see what she's talking about though. I I don't think she looks terrible, but I wouldn't have you go walk around with red lipstick. So, um, oh, so anyway, so, so the girls I work with sometimes send me ideas because, and they're usually spot on. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. Well, let's, let's do that. Mm-hmm. But don't send me your ideas. I, I'm not going to do anything that's not outside of what I do. Mm-hmm. I work within people's comfort zones because I have some models because I do smut. I do porn, classy porn, vaginas, buttholes, penises, all that stuff. Um, but I have some models who don't do that stuff and I do other things with them. And that's cool. and that's fine. I don't. You don't have to show me your butthole <laughs> and let me take a picture of it. I'm fine if you don't want to do that. But you, but eventually you're gonna. But eventually gonna you it. will do it. No, I. They just if you if I'm they're not gonna do the erotic stuff. They just have to fit somewhere within what I do. Yeah. Because not everybody wants to flip their labes out and let them escape. I mean, but you're gonna make them look good. I always figure if you want to take a picture of it and you're going to feel good about the picture, then it'll be good and it'll just make them look good. Um, the times that my butthole showed up in pictures, I'm not super acquainted with what it looks like <laughs> because it's hard for me to look over there, but it's it's looked better than I expected and, <laughs> you know, I, I'm always like, oh, well, I'm... That looks nice on me. Good, good job. Yeah, I, I'm gonna make everybody look their best. That's yeah. my goal. In so you don't have to have butthole shame. No, it'll <laughs> look like a good butthole. <laughs> it'll be a good butthole. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Do you find um, that you have haters for in the industry? Do you find people? Oh, I don't know. Like I, if I do, I have no idea. Okay, good. I mean, I. Th- I assume that 
a large number of people just don't like me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone is my cup of tea, and that's fine. But I don't, I don't feel like a... It's not like photographers, I don't think, where all of you seem to kind of hate each other a little bit. Ugh. Like, you either love each other and you want to make out, like, professionally, or you hate each other. Well, where... I don't really pay no mind, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, I don't really pay no mind to people in the in photography business. I mean, you and I will find photographers that will be like, oh my yeah. god, look at this. But we don't, I don't talk about them to other people outside of you. Like, Yeah, I mean, privately. Privately, <laughs> we talk about them. But I don't know them. I don't, yeah. I don't owe them any sort of, you know, I don't have to be nice. Because I don't mm -hmm. know them. I don't, and I don't talk about them to anybody but you. But. Who are your haters? I have some haters. I won't name names. I don't like to name names. Um, but I have, in the past, I don't know who's my hater now. I don't. I used to be more into all the photographers. I used to actually have photo photographer people I talked to. Now I just, I'm so antisocial now that I don't talk to anybody. So I don't really know who hates me. But back in the day I had, they're male and they hated me for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, they didn't have a reason. They just, models would work with them and they wouldn't do nude stuff with them. And they would be like, well, you do it with H. Morgan. And they're mm. like, yeah, but I trust her and. I like her and I, I don't know you really and I don't I'm not comfortable with you and they would take really big offense to that they would just hated me mm -hmm. for because the models wouldn't do things with them that they did with me and I was like I'm sorry I don't I think a my lot of um, dudes especially don't feel the same way about a lot of those things as women do like women would prefer a female gynecologist a lot of time mm -hmm. but I don't think that men necessarily feel that way about the same sort of stuff that they would have right so I think a lot of the time they just don't see where women are coming from with that comfort because they kind of have the opposite thing where a lot of men are more comfortable with women for super personal stuff like that mm -hmm. where they assume that it might switch but I think that's like rooted in deep male homophobia <laughs> when guys will ask if there's a lady tattooer because they want to get something tattooed on their dick because they don't want a guy touching it Ugh. I mean I always tell them they're sexualizing the situation in which case I don't want to participate um, and I, I don't do that right I mean if I know you and I know it's nothing creepy. Or if I, you know, tattoo every other thing on you and I'm just the person who tattoos you, I'm, I'm fine with it. But if you're just like, I want to get my dick tattooed and I only want a woman to do it, then I'm uncomfortable with that. Because it's, I don't want anyone to pay me to touch their dick. Right. No, totally. And I always, I don't know why, there's nothing more fragile than the male ego either. They're very, very fragile. They're more fragile than blowing a bubble in zero below and watching it shatter as it hits the ground. <laughs> it's it's more fragile than that. And I it's I have to deal with I used to I don't pay like I said, I don't pay no mind no more. But I used to models would come back to me and be like, So and so said this and so and so said that about you. And I was like, Well you don't fucking know me. Mm -hmm. And why does he even have an opinion? Why is he butthurt? Because you will do things with me that you won't do with him. Mm -hmm. And they get all but heard about it, and it's like, why? I, 
Who cares? I don't even pay attention to you. I don't even care who you are. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people are very sensitive and competitive they about are. things that are not anything to do with them. And that's just, you know, they're the one suffering from it. So just let them. Just let them. I remember there was this one photographer who, I won't name names, but he would say stuff about, like, my lighting and things like that when his lighting was, like, basically the same lighting. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, call it my Walmart lighting. But, oh. yeah, but his was, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he would say, like, she doesn't know what fetish is. And I was like, well, I, I kind of do, actually. And right. he would totally just rag on me all the time. But then he would try to talk to me. Mm-hmm. He would try to be like, why won't you talk to me? Why this? Like, he would try to start conversations, and I wouldn't want to talk to him. That's because you're a dick. Right. I don't want to talk to you when you're a dick. First of all, I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. Why are you even taking the time to be talk about people? Worry about yourself. Why do you care what I'm doing? Why don't you just go take your pictures? I'll take my pictures. And that should be the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people have to get so, like, into other people's business. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people can't just, like, pay, don't pay, like, why are you paying attention to me? Mm-hmm. Why, is there a jealousy thing going on? I have no idea. Um, I think, you know, there's a, a relatively small group of people who people work with. So you start to know kind of the same mm-hmm. people and you start to get a little bit uh, territorial. I yeah, think. that's another thing. Male photographers, not all. I don't like to generalize, so don't get a muddle. People have heard about it. But... Male photographers, some of them are really territorial about their models. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, I don't fucking care who you work with, ladies. You go do what I don't give a shit. Just make sure that your taste level is there. Because right. I have models who work with other photographers, and I don't know where their taste level's at. I'm like, well, right. Like, not, I don't think I'm the best photographer. I just, I'm a good photographer. Mm-hmm. So, and then they, when I see them go work with someone else, and their photos are like, oof. Where does your taste level go? I kind of wonder mm-hmm. where that. Where does that yeah, go? Yeah, you would think someone who can recognize good stuff can also recognize stuff that's not good, but they can't. No, not all the time. It's super weird. I'm like, where did what? I, I don't even. It baffles me. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Cool. I okay. But I don't care who they work with. I just want them to work with good photographers. That's mm-hmm. all. I don't care you who. You just want them to look nice. I do. I want them to look nice. I want them to make a good choice and look nice. Because you can't untake a bad photo. That's true. I have some friends, not friends who work with you, who sometimes take photos. And they're just not as cute as they normally are. And I'm super bummed out. Because it's like, you know, I know you could look so cute. And this picture is just like, oh, why is it the that girl that you? you told me about that you want to work with me? Yeah, I mean, I've I've stated this opinion that I I think that you guys would make a lovely trio, and that you know magic would happen. And I'm I'm sure they know that I'm talking about them if they're listening, <laughs> because I mentioned it. Um, but you know, like. In particular, they're very, very cute, and just sometimes there will be, like, promo photos, and I feel like she looks so much cuter than that in person, and it's just like, oh, if you can get, like, a really 
adorable chick like her mm-hmm. and not, you know, get it on film. And that's that's a bummer for me. It You know, and they're afraid to ask me. Is that what it is? They're like, oh, I don't want to bother her. I, I think there's an <laughs> element of that. You know, your in, internet presence is very scary. You know, you don't want to poke a dragon. It's it's true. Um, And, you know, they're just got tons of irons in the fire. So I'm sure it's also like a time constraint. Thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I am. I'm not. I am scary, but not scary at the same time. I just don't take. I don't take shit. I don't have time for shit. It's it's like when you go to a stranger's house and you hear a big scary dog barking, and you're just like, <laughs> oh shit, I can't go in there. I'm gonna get mauled. And then you go in, and the dog just farts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do fart a lot. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. I do fart a lot. But there's, um, I should say for people who do want to work with me um because I am hard to work with because I not hard to work with shooting I mean I'm easy I direct I'm really good at that but I mean I just don't like I don't let outsiders in okay I don't let outsiders in I don't trust them but people can purchase mini sessions with me Mm -hmm. where they'll get a little one look they purchase it for $200 they still have to do what the fuck I say I'll make them over and we'll have a fun time and that's a good way to get in and meet me and then maybe become one of my models. Mm-hmm. Or another way is if we meet through Facebook and you're cool and I know some, you know, my friend and we talk and I find out you're a cool person. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll shoot you. Come on, let's try this out. That's another way to get in. But just coming at me, being like, I want to shoot with you. We got to have ideas. I'm not going to shoot with you. Though you're going to have to go. She sounds a lot more scary <laughs> than, than she is. Once you get in there, is very like she gets your guard down. She's nice, like she pretends like she's not nice to people. She's very nice, <laughs> I, um, I am. and you know makes you feel good about it and makes sure you look good and gets everything you know taken care of. I am not a people person. I'm not somebody who is real bubbly and friendly. But Heather is friendly. I am like she's unfriendly. And, and then you get past her, you know, like, on the internet, she's unfriendly. <laughs> in person, that. she's super friendly. And she, like, giggles and stuff and farts and laughs about it. <laughs> and you'll be very comfortable. You will. I'm good at bringing people's guard down and making them feel comfortable. But don't step on my toes and don't try to pull shit because and I don't take it. smell good. And make sure you smell good. Please don't come over smelling. I don't like it. Wash your butt. Don't come over. Don't be late. Don't be hungover. Wash your butt. Just do as she I... She doesn't s- like smells. I don't like smells. I don't like bad smells. Do as I ask. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit of a... I'm a bit of a... It's a stickler when I'm shooting. I mean, I'm kind of... You gotta get... You gotta bend and you gotta get the shot. And you gotta... You're not mean about it, though. No, I'm not. I'm nice about it. I'm patient. But I'm stern. And I'm like, all right, we gotta get this. I don't think you're even stern. You just, you know... Like, you know, you give direction. Yeah, I can be stern. You just do it, though. Like, I can be stern with different people. Yeah, I, I suppose I don't get yelled at. No, she doesn't <laughs> get yelled at. She's fine. She throws her back out, and she's like, okay, was that a good shot? Mm-hmm. How's my labes look? Mm-hmm. Is my butthole good? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't ask. I know it's good. No. It's she fine. She's it's like, fine. I know my butthole looks great. So, I think this concludes the first show. 
I think this was okay. We just gotta make, sorry if this seemed like a mess. I'm, my dog was running around and I don't do shit. Kind of piece this together. Hopefully it's it sounds good. It's not going to be in there. <laughs> not, you know, I'm going to cut it, but if it seems that's, like a... That's for the Craig Morgan divorce reel. Don't worry. <laughs> if it seems like a mess, I apologize. It'll get better as they go. So I hope everybody enjoyed this. And um, I will have... I, I don't have a website or anything, place to find anything yet, but I will. So by the time you hear this, you will have seen my website. And you'll find links to like Kelly's work and my work and everything will be fine. So I can't end it with like, if you want to follow us, follow us at blah, blah, blah. No, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. It's like back to the future. You can get that straightened out, then record the little thing and have oh, tag it on there. That's true. I can record later. Like, check out my stuff and You know, it's blah, like when blah, they're blah. about to drive through the billboard. And he's like, no, the billboard means it won't be there. And then there's like real Indians. That's what you're going to do. That's, that's what I'll do. I'll be like, oh my god. There's Kelly. Get it? Because yeah. you're an Indian. Yes, ha, I, ha, ha. I did catch that one. <laughs> That's my joke. Through the power of editing, I am back to tell you that my website is thehwordpodcast.com. Go ahead and check it out. You can read my bio. You can find where to find my art and find Kelly's art and where to follow us on social media. Oh.